still trying to finish the conversation we started two weeks ago. And uh, I, I, I said, I still, we still don't have a, a, a heading for it, isn't it? My advice, somebody say my advice, somebody say setting your priorities right. Whatever you, you want to call it is fine. We started by looking at Jeremiah chapter 18. Hallelujah. And we said, the, God said, just as the clay is in the hand of the potter, so are you in my hands. Hallelujah. If we are in his hands, then he has a purpose for our lives. I don't know whether uh, you, you agree with me. The, the potter always has a plan for a clay. Otherwise, he would not have purchased the clay. And the job that the potter does, he does with clay. The potter doesn't use his work. Um, metal or wood, he uses clay. Hallelujah. God cannot do anything on earth with angels. He will not do anything on earth with trees. He will not do anything on earth with uh, uh, the birds or the elephants or the, the tigers or anything. He has chosen that as a potter, he deals with clay. And we are the workmanship of his, of his hands. Hallelujah. We are the workmanship of his hand. He says that he has treasure in earthen vessels. And you are the earthen vessel that he has treasure in. Amen. So, if you are going to be the clay, and I'm going to be the clay, then we have to position ourselves right. Hallelujah. We have to position ourselves right so that he can do with us what he wants to do. Because the scripture we read in, in uh, Jeremiah 18, he says that, and the clay that the potter had in his hand was mad in his hand. It got spot in his hand. Because the, the potter was trying to form the clay into something else, but the clay wanted to become something else. Can you put my picture back? You know, sometimes we, we think that we have our own life sussed out and we want to do what we want to do, but we don't realize that our lives don't belong to us. The potter has a, 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 pro, a, a program. Amen. No, the first picture, the one that he was forming, the nice one. Can you see? The, the clay is not the one fashioning itself. It is the potter who is fashioning the clay. And he wants it to become a vase. Not a big vase, but a slim kind of vase, isn't it? But this, look at what happened. The second picture, look at what happens when the clay tries to do what he feels it should be done. The second picture. That's what happens when we take control of our own lives. When we try to do whatever we want to do, we make shipwreck of our faith. Hallelujah. This year, my advice to you is that remain under the control of the potter. Is that a good advice? Remain under the control of the potter. I want to move the conversation on a little bit. How can we remain under the control of the potter? That's what I want to talk about today. How can we, we, we remain under the control of the potter? And that is why I made us read this particular scripture. Hallelujah. 
We read the scripture because there is a difference between purpose and priority. Can I say that again? There's a difference between purpose and what? Okay. Um, have I got your attention? Jesus was in the world for one reason. And his reason was to save the lost souls. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He came so that we may find our way back to him. He came to pay the price. Are you with me? So that was his purpose. Amen. Have I convinced you? His purpose was salvation. His purpose was the cross. His purpose was to lead the world to the Father. Amen. That was his purpose. Are you okay with that? That was his mission. Amen. And for him to uh, uh, accomplish his mission, he would have to destroy the, 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 the hold that Satan had on, on us. For which man can go into a strong man's house and, and, and take hold of his goods. When the strong man is in his house, his goods are saved. But when a stronger man than he comes and binds first the strong man, then he's able to take hold of the possession of that strong man. Amen. For this cause, or for this purpose, was the son of man made manifest, that he would destroy the works of Satan. Amen. But he didn't come to fight Satan. He came to save the captives. And in order for him to be able to save the captives, he had to, the captives, he had to destroy or bind the strong man, then he can rescue. So his purpose has been established, hasn't it? Okay. Now, if that was his purpose, then how come most of the time you read the Bible, you realize that instead of him spending time with the crowd, preaching the salvation to them, he departs and goes away from them. I want you to think a little bit today. Is that okay? Now, it went, when it was there, he departed and went into a desert place. Who is in a desert place? There's nobody there. The people are here with him. Instead of being with him, he departs to a desert place. Ah, I don't know whether you are, you are with me so far. Are, are, you, are you following? Yeah. And, and, and now the crowd has to go and look for him. Jesus, are you forgetting your purpose on earth? You came here because of us. If, if I was the angel, I'll be very confused at this action of Jesus. How many are confused? Am I the only one? 
You have come for this reason. And we are here. Talk to us. Hang out with us. Save us. Heal us. Preach to us. Every five minutes you have, desi- you have disappeared. Every five minutes you have gone. Every five minutes you are in a desert place. A great while before the day you ri- ri- rise up and you are gone. And we have to come chasing you. You see that phrase. They sought after Jesus. They sought after Jesus. He was preaching powerfully in one place. Then all of a sudden, he gets up and he tells his disciples, get into the boat. We are going to the other side. Ah, the crowds are here. The people are here. He, he just goes to the other side to go and talk to one person. Sometimes we let our purpose override our priority. It's a very deep, deep statement I've made. I don't know whether you, can, you are following what I'm saying. Today, today's message is a bit of a thinking man's sermon because you've got to think. Sometimes we make our purpose override our priority. Before I, I go any further, let's define purpose. Is that okay? Somebody Google the definition of purpose and somebody Google the definition of priority. So we would, we would, okay, so you read purpose, you read priority. Purpose. As against priority. Has somebody found purpose? Yeah, what is purpose? Purpose is the reason for which something is done or created. Or the reason why something exists. The purpose of a microphone is to be used as a loud amplifier of voices. That is the purpose of this thing. What is priority? A thing that is regarded as more important than other things. Okay? So Jesus had something that was more important to him than his purpose, which was the reason why he was formed. There is purpose, which is the reason why you've been made. And there's priority, which is something that overrides even purpose. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 8, verse 36. Jesus talking says that, For what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world? And forfeit his own soul. Mark chapter 8 verse 36. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Jesus says that seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all it's on all these things will be 
added unto you. So he says that seek it first. Not now he's talking about purpose as against priority. Purpose is the things. Priority is the first. Premier. Primus inter pares. First among equals. They are equals, but there is something that precedes. Hallelujah. I know my message today is a little deep. But it's okay. Colossians chapter 3 verse 2. Jesus, uh, uh, Paul talking says that set your mind on things above and not on earthly things. I'm setting the message up. So, if you look at Luke chapter 42 verse, chapter 4 verse 42a, the first bit, he said that when it was day, he departed and went into a desert place. When it was day. Daytime was the time he has to meet the people. Because his reason for being here is the people. But he goes to the desert. Because he realized that I must seek first the father and his face. Then I have the strength to fulfill my purpose. I don't know whether you got it. Most of the time, we are more interested and we keep running around to fulfill our purpose. And like a dog chasing his tail, we chase and chase and chase and we don't fulfill purpose. Because the thing that will enable us to fulfill purpose, we, we, we always don't go for it. It's not our priority. We don't have our priorities in the right order. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. And his own, the only reason why God brought him down was the people. To save the people. To speak to the people. He says that, for I have come to preach the kingdom of God to you. So that now the kingdom of God is at hand. He has come for that reason. Why don't you just preach and preach and preach and then preach again and then just go and die? But you see that his goal was to bring salvation to people. But you see, Jesus realized something. He realized that the people were not his number one priority. Certainly, Jesus came to bring salvation to them, but his goal was not his priority. His purpose was not his priority. You see that most of us, we are chasing our degree our purpose is to finish and complete our degree. So we dive in 
100%. Chasing, 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 chasing our degree. And that is our priority. But you see, your purpose is never your priority. There's something different from, priority is different from purpose. That's why I made us, purpose is the reason why something is made. The reason why you are in this town, the reason why you are in this country, the reason why you are here is to study. That's the purpose, isn't it? But a priority is something that takes precedence over purpose. First, seek God first. As soon as you put priority, immediately you start something called order. As soon as you introduce priority, you have introduced another word called order. Most of us, our lives are not in order. The reason why we struggle, the reason why we struggle, I, I was coming there, I don't know why you jumped ahead of me. The reason why we struggle is that we don't set our priorities right. Amen. There's no order. Like she was saying, me, I didn't say she was saying. If you really want to enjoy marriage, really, if you want to enjoy marriage, and you take sex before marriage, you will enjoy it. Uh, I, I don't know whether I, I, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying, but I, I've been a pastor for close to 20 years now, and I can tell you a secret: majority of the counseling that is done, that I've done, when you tra- you do a, 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 an X-ray, you do an X-ray of a prognosis and x-ray to the to the to the the, 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 the the problem you realize that one or both were busy before they met or they married Some have gone on pension. <laughs> and then they've married. Yeah, because they, they, to them, they, they have, you see, when you have done and done, after, it's like there's nothing. So one is getting frustrated because that is the reason why he has now, he's been trotting now. He has entered the game. He wants to. Then the other one has gone on pension. One has finished the game. One is now starting the game. One is a, is a complete pensioner. I'm telling you, I've been doing this work for, for more than 20 years, and I can tell you that. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, and it's sad, or, or, or it's sad why, how the ones who have pay, gone on pension always seek out 
the ones who are starting. They get attracted to it. And then the ones who are starting always get fascinated by the pensioners. <laughs> I don't understand how or why it happens that way. It is, it is only, only far and few in between that you find two new, newcomers starting together or two pensioners <laughs> starting together. It's very, very difficult to find that. It's, it's not... You see the one, the B, B5 bomber and the A1 bomber uh, <laughs> person. <laughs> uh, but today I'm talking about priority. Order, order, order. order. Most of us don't live on budget. We, money is there to be spent. The purpose of money is spending. So because of that, there's no priority. We, we, we beg for our needs. We feed our wants first and beg our needs. Uh, I don't know whether you understand. I, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Uh, I, 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 said, I said something very deep, but I don't know whether, whether you understood. There's a difference between your need and your want. We feed our wants and beg our needs. I'm preaching better than you are amening. There's no, there's no priority. Money in the pocket. I've seen that shoe. Going straight for the shoe. The shoe is a want. If you've done economics, economics will tell you that wants are insatiable. You can never ever satisfy want. Because for wanting, you see the eye never gets satisfied with what it sees. He sees this red shoe. He buys a red shoe. The next day, He's seen a better ratio. He wants that ratio. The next day, he's seen another ratio. Which one is even better than this one and this one? He goes for that one. The one that is, is, is ahead is always better than the one that has come before or behind. There is always, there's always, oh, I want, I want, I want, I want. That is why there's always new, the, 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 the uh, suppliers also know, the producers know that as for your needs, your wants, it will never be satisfied. So they bring iPhone 1, iPhone 2, iPhone 3, iPhone 4, iPhone 4X, iPhone 4Y, 4W. Then, listen, listen. The, the, the iPhone 10 has been made today, but it's not been released. When I'm saying that, when they released iPhone 1 or 2, iPhone 10 had been done, but not been released. They are very, very patient because they know that your, your so they bring you one. They, 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 they bring one that has this thing. The difference is this one has a, a nicer screen than this. That's all. That's the only difference. Everything, the engine is the same. Everything is the same. It's just that they've, then it's like, this one, they have 
boosted the, the, the bass on the music is just a little bigger than this one. Then they, they convince you that that is better than this one. Then they say, this one you, you, is, is faster. The speed of, of uh, uh, writing, uh, what do you call it, messages and everything is quicker than this one. Then, then they, they, they add, and they keep adding very silly, silly, little, little things. You know, like the earphones, they change the earphones. They give you earphones that is wireless. <gasps> I want that one. I want that one. I don't want one that has wire. I want the wireless. They, they, they give. Then they say, okay, now instead of carrying the big phone, we have put everything on the watch. Hey, I want that one. I want that one. I want that one. And she, as you keep wanting, your needs are left behind. Incidentally, the wants are more expensive than the needs. Wants are always more expensive than needs. For you are writing it down somewhere. Because really, for food and raiment, therewith be content. Life, our needs are very, very small. You have enough clothes to last you for the next 10 years. You already have enough clothes for the next 10 years. You don't need to buy any other clothes. You'll be fashionable. You'll be fashionable. You'll be fashionable. You don't need to buy anything else for the next 10 years and you'll be fine. Nobody will know that you've never bought anything for the next 10 years. I said nobody will know that the next 10 years, if you don't buy another dress, from now to for 10 years, another pair of jeans, nothing. You will be, still be fashionable. Um, I don't know whether you are with me or okay. Are, are you? I'm talking about setting your priorities right. Put the needs before the wants. I, I think you need to be in communication, so you need a phone, but you don't need X, iPhone, IPW, the latest ultra model. You don't need it. So long as you can make and receive calls, you have met the basic need of being in communication. I'm okay. The, the rest of it is frivolity. It's just wants, which are unnecessary. Incidentally, they are more expensive. <laughs> let, 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 me, let me shock you. Let me shock you. Let, let, let me shock you with this with this statistics. Are, are you ready? Yes. Listen to this. 
If you spend an average of two hours every day in, the, in front of the TV or two hours on the internet, in a year, you would have spent 1,500 hours seeing the TV and internet. It means that if you are 70 years old, you have spent 16 years nonstop watching TV or internet. On the other hand, if you are a Sunday church believer, which means that you go to church only on Sundays for an hour and a half a week, you would have spent 78 hours in church in a year. If by the end of 70 years, you would have spent only eight months in church. 16 years on internet, eight months in church. Some of us don't consistently come every Sunday. So that one is even minus eight months. <laughs> Can I shock you some more? For the 70 years, you sleep on average 23 years. So you have watched, you have watched TV 16 hours, slept for 23 hours. You, you, you will be eating six years. You would have traveled six years. Your leisure will be 4.5 years. Illnesses will be four years. Dressing, that's taking your time to dress, will be two years. <laughs> the things of God will be 0 0.5 years. No, 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 no. Listen, let me finish my preaching and go home. <laughs> Sixty-one years, five months. You realize that you're, you're chasing purpose. You end up wasting your life without priority. Think about it. How many times do you come to church? You come to church after one hour, two hours, you start twitching. 
but you stand, you sit by the, the, the TV or you sit on in the internet for, for four hours, five hours. You know, the two hours that we use, uh, we use for, the, for this uh, um, statistic is the minimum. And if God made you to worship him, and he's getting eight months of your the, your whole life. And and and, and Twitter, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Facebook, uh, WhatsApp, Snapchat gets sixteen years of your life. Minimum. We have a problem. I said we have a problem. Another purpose of Jesus was to preach 42 B. He says that and the crowd sought him and he came, they came to him. What did they come for? To hear him preach. But you see, he put the preaching behind his fellowship with God. Because even though purpose is important, it does not supersede his priority. Uh, are you with me? As a pastor, my, my priority is not you. Uh, am I talking? My priority is God. Because I need to hear from him first. Then I can... In fact, the equation of good, a good preaching, good message is that you spend three times the amount of time in prayer as you preach. That's the equation. So Sunday when you see me here, I've been up since before I come and stand here for 45 minutes. Whilst you are sleeping, I am up. I don't just get up and come and blow hot air and go. I'm mixing everything. I'll come the door way. <laughs> I am mixing them. I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. In, in verse 40, so 40, 42, let's look at 43. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also because for this purpose I have been sent. So his purpose is to preach not only to you, I must preach to others. So I've preached to you a little. It's okay. Let me go and preach to others. So the day I disappear to go elsewhere, don't be angry because I must preach to others also. 
I'm setting a stage. <laughs> yeah. One thing I've learned as a pastor is never to be too attached to my church. This is the third or the fourth church I am pastoring. Huh? Oh, personally, but the fourth or the fifth one I'm pastoring personally. And all the others that I've left are still alive. They're still there. You get it. If God says tomorrow I should leave here to go somewhere, I'm gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even if you go to a place I don't speak the language, I'm gone. I've been there. Hallelujah. Because purpose, purpose is purpose. His purpose was to preach to you and to others. So he goes to preach to others. But those two are not priority. Priority is God. His relationship with God. Then his purpose. Hallelujah. I must preach the kingdom. You see that Jesus didn't waste his time talking about politics, talking about too many things that was not attached to the kingdom. Anytime he, he, he was communicating, it was all about the kingdom. The kingdom. The kingdom. To speak to people about the kingdom. Do you know what your purpose is? Because people are quick to give you a purpose. <laughs> if you allow people, they'll give you another purpose. Wow. Uh, I don't know what I... <laughs> they'll, change, they'll change your purpose one time. Yeah, because he was healing people. So now the people were all into here healing. He was giving, a, what do you call it, a manna, feeding the 5,000. They were all there for the food. Miracles the miracles was the reason why they, they were. That, that is why you come to a church like this. It's deliberate. Let me tell you, it's deliberate that you don't see a lot of, uh, what do you call it, prophecies, a lot of healings, a lot of miracles and everything. You ask, can they ask you? Can they ask you? When I go with these people, elsewhere. I do all the magic. Yeah, I do all the magic. I do the magic very powerfully. Yeah, but there's a reason. That's not the purpose. That is not the purpose. So I don't specialize in it. You see, the gift of the prophet is subject to the prophet. The prophet manages the gift. Times will come when you have to use it. Uh, are, you, are you with me so far? But it's not for entertainment. <laughs> because, you see, it's, quick, it's the quickest way to gather crowd. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I look at you and then I give a prophecy. But you, you just you just get thrill seekers who have not come to hear the word. 
They haven't come to, to be saved and to be changed. They have come to see and go and tell others to come also see. And when they, when they, they finish all the prophecy and everything, they are gone. Because when another man comes and they, you see, that's entertainment. There's always somebody better than you. Do you understand? If you're a singer, there's a better singer. If you're a dancer, there's a better dancer. Whatever you so if the better one comes, they are all gone. I was talking to a pastor recently and was telling him that I used to have so many people in this church. Now the people have all run away. Because there's so many prophecies you can give. There's so many healing. After a while, the person is not sick anymore because you have healed the person all the sickness. So, what is there to heal? <laughs> you know, a church like this, done the healing, healing service, we've healed. They will do another one. We've healed. They will do another after, after Everybody's healed. Those are another healing. No, let's have manufactured sickness. I heal. Right? Deliverance. After a while, we are delivered. So now we have to manufacture demons and deliver them. <laughs> yeah. I know churches that manufacture demons and then <laughs> deliver you from the demons. <laughs> we bring the snakes and then we take them out. <laughs> yeah, because the pastor has to be in a job. <laughs> if that's his job, he has to be in it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Anyway, let, 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 let's, let's go. Uh, let me go uh, uh, to the practicals, isn't it? I'll give you the theory. Remember, uh, Acts chapter 6, verse 2, the, the apostles were put under pressure to change their purpose. And they say, it is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, seek out from among you, brethren, Men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit, wisdom, in whom we appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Do you get it? Continually first what? Prayer and then the ministry of the word. It is not the ministry of the word and prayer. It is prayer first, then the ministry of the word. Okay. So practical applications. Number one. Choose your source of value. Where, where is your source of essence? Where is your source of essence? Your source of essence must be your first priority. Hallelujah. Does that make sense? How many will agree with me that even this, this message is reorienting something in your life. It's changing something in your head about your own life. Are you with me? If that is the place where you get your source of value, then that must be your priority. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. If the word of God is your first source that it reshapes your life, that is your priority. That is because that is where you get your value. And your value determines your purpose. And how, how well you would achieve your purpose. Amen. So your source 
of value, the word of God, prayer, never ever let it go. Amen. That's your first thing. Remember the world values something different. In 1 John 2, verse 15, it says that love not the world, nor the things that are in the world. For the things that are in the world are the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. That's the, that's the value the world system has. The lust of what? Flesh. The flesh. What the flesh wants, the flesh must get. If your flesh is looking for men, you chase men. If your flesh wants women, you chase women. If your flesh wants food, you change, chase food. If your flesh wants drugs, you chase drugs. Then the last of the eyes, anything I see that is nice is a want. And a want must be satisfied. Are you with me? Anytime you see, I've seen this new car. I've seen that new car. You see, the cars that we used to dream about. Now when they see that car, you even look at it. I remember uh, when I first came to this country, every boy my age used to dream about a Ford Capri. Find a Ford Capri and put it on there. Ford Capri, two door, sports. It was the dream of every boy my age. And I remember we used to, I mean, a friend of mine had this first Capri. We used to worship the car. I mean, he, he would polish with a toothbrush. Get a Ford Capri. I wonder whether you'll find it. Have you found one? Yeah. Ford Capri. That was, I don't know whether I'm, 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 I'm giving you my age, isn't it? <laughs> We're not expecting that. <laughs> but this was the dream car of every young man. Ford Capri, two door. I had a Fiat Regatta. Put Fiat Regatta on. My, my first car was a Fiat Regatta. And this was the dream car. So even though I was driving a Regatta, I was dreaming of this car. Have you found a Fiat Regatta? Put a Fiat Regatta on. Yeah, that's, that's my car. That's exactly, my, mine was red. Yes, that's my own. That was my car. Exactly, Fiat Regatta. That was my first car in this country. No, no, no. <laughs> no, this was my first car. But whilst I was driving this car, 
I was fasting and praying for a Capri. But I am trying to make you see that how ridiculous our last of the eyes is. This was my last. What was my put mine back? That was what I had. This is what I had. And I was dreaming about the two door. My friends used to laugh at me. They won't sit in this one. When the other guy comes with his Capri, everybody will jump in there. Because when you drive the Capri, all the girls will come out to come and see. Okay. After this, my next car was an Astra Mark II. Astra. Opel Astra Mark II. MK2. Yeah. And then I'll tell you my dream car then. Astra Mark II. I don't know why you are laughing, but I'm trying to make you see that the thing that you, you, you are lasting after in a few years' time, it will look like this. No, this is Mark III. I want Mark II. This is Mark III. This is more modern. This one replaced the Mark II. Oh, he's found Mark II here. MK2, have you found it? Yeah, put it on. Hallelujah. Are you putting it? You are, you, are, you are wasting time now. You can't put it on. Okay. That's it. That's it. And, and even this one is GTE. This one is a sports version. Mine was not the sports version. This is GTE. So this is a sports version. And at this time, I was dreaming for a Cavalier. Vauxhall Cavalier. Mark 3. Mark 2. Yeah. Vauxhall Cavalier. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no. This I had the Mark II. I had that one before the the one I got married in. 
Yeah. That's the one. That was the one. So this was the one I was dreaming about. I was dreaming for. When I had the Mark II. Because everybody who had prospered from where I come from, who had the skin that I had, was driving this type of car. It means you have prospered. <laughs> then I had a, a Cavalier 3. That's the one I got married, the Cavalier 3. Cavalier Mark 3. Are you seeing how ugly the cars look? And, and, and I was very posh then. Yeah. That's the one. White. This car did about five or six weddings in the church. It was the main wedding car in the church. Because there was only about three people that had cars in the church. Myself, the pastor, and the assistant pastor. Three of us had cars. Nobody else had a car. So as soon as you can't use pastor's car. Because pastor had the old Mercedes, the slaughter, the one. So my car was the poshest car in the church. That was the one. And at the time that I was driving this. Oh, the leverage one, what's it called again? It's a French car. I've forgotten. Oh, I've forgotten. The leverage car. If you don't decide, the car is not going anywhere. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Try and remember. But you see, you, you realize that majority of us, what we are trying to do is prestige. We are chasing one because of pride, life, prestige. I want to be ahead. So I have that car, but I'm looking for this car. I want that car because I have this one. So anytime you, you have one, you're looking for the next one. You have this, you're looking for the next one. You have this. As you're doing Number two, work from a schedule. Work from a schedule. Have a plan. So 2019, write a schedule. By the first quarter, I have to do this, 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 and that. Second quarter, this, 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 and that. Third quarter, this, this. Don't be obey the wind. Stomach direction. Is this 
they if this thing does it fit into our schedule for this year? Enough. If we don't, you see, as a church, we have a schedule. Enough. At the beginning of every year, we have a schedule. A schedule of programs we are going to uh, undertake. Uh, uh, then, apart from the schedule, we have our projections, things that we want to achieve, things that we want to do this year, things that we want to achieve and everything. We do that before the year starts. So that it's not like we are going. Then all of a sudden, we feel like having a, a, a dance, a, what do you call it? A, a music dance. Then we organize a music dance. And then we are going, we say, we feel like doing a, 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 prof, prof, a what do you call it? A prophetic uh, dance jamori. Then we do prophetic dance jamori. We feel like having a, a healing crusade. Then we are doing a healing crusade. We feel like opening five churches. Then we open five churches. No, 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 we don't behave like that. We have a shadow. And we work towards the shadow. So you see, no, I don't need to be here. The shadow has been set for the year. So the church will run even if I'm not here. Ah, that was my car. Yeah, exactly the same. It was a black door, blue. What sort of white was blue? They used to call it the armored car. Because the car had five cars put together. The door belonged to one car, the hood belongs to one car, the fender belongs to <laughs> Same car. Kira knows the car. So I'm sure Kira was the one who put it there. You want to change my message? I'll mind you. Same car. It was stolen. Somebody stole this car. Can you imagine? I was going to write my final exam. My final exam. My very last university exam. I went for discussion in the night. Came back around 1 o'clock. Parked my car. Those times you used to use a gear lock. You know the lock. You lock the gear and the handbrake together for safety. And then I went upstairs. 8.30 I got down. My exam was at 9.30. 8.30 I got down. When I got down, the only thing left was the steer lock. Because I was confused whether I parked the car here or parked it somewhere. It was the steer lock that made me see that you know, my car has been taken. <laughs> no, I didn't find it. They, but they paid me a lot of money. The money they paid me was what I used to buy the, the wedding car. Very, very powerful. But when they found the car, they wanted to return the car. I said, no, I don't want to see this car again. <laughs> I said, somebody has been in the car. I don't know who has been in the car. I don't want the car. They convinced. I said, no. <laughs> Make a schedule. If your schedule is consistent with what you say, or what you have planned, then you know you are going somewhere. If you are somebody who sticks to the shadow, then you know you are going somewhere. So learn to work on the shadow. Hallelujah. How many have never ever done any shadow in life? Give me a wave. We are in church. Be, be, be honest. Be honest. Be honest. When you go home, Take a piece of paper. 
2019 is a long time. You have the year practically. Is it just going to work and coming home? Going to work and coming home? Going to work and coming home? No. It could not be. There must be a plan. What is the plan? By the end of the year, how would you assess whether it's been a good year or a bad year? How do you measure whether this year was better than last year? If you didn't have any plan, you didn't have any shadow. I know you're in school, but the school is not the shadow. Your shadow is what you want to achieve for this year and break it down quarterly. Break it down so that you can, you can assess at the end of the first quarter, by my, end of March, ask yourself, have I achieved what I set out to achieve? If not, you need to adjust. means that you have to carry some of the first quarter things into the second quarter, which means that you have to double your efforts for second quarter. Uh, are you with me? Then you move on to the third quarter. Have a shadow. As a church, we have a shadow. There are many churches who don't, don't have a shadow. It's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost power. <laughs> Obey the wind. The Lord says today, we are not doing any service, so there's no service. See, God has given us wisdom. He has given us our mind. If he's given you a mind, he will not come and superimpose another thing. The mind is there to be used to work. No, sir. Some pastors say, oh, these people, they must be using something. That's why their church is going. That's why things are working. No, they don't understand that. You see, if you behave as if you, are, you don't have any common sense, you would always, you'll be very, very spiritual, but you achieve nothing. Uh, are, are you with me? It's not all spirit, 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 spirit. <laughs> you need spirit and wisdom. You need wisdom and spirit. Hallelujah. Right, the shadow. Number three, have a budget. Make a budget. I don't think I want to. <laughs> I don't think I want to talk talk about budgets today because it would. My time is gone. I don't know why you are keeping me here. Let, let, let's. <laughs> you can listen to the podcast. Oh dear. Listen, I want three people to be pay, buying, uh, what do you call it, airtime for Tina as Francis. They say they are, somebody has. <laughs> anyway. Most of the time, our monies are spent without anything being accounted for. 
You don't have anything. The whole year, what have you used your income for? Listen, if, if, if you will be very honest, if you'll be very honest, more than two times your salary has passed through your bank account in a year. Somehow. So let's say if you earn 20,000, about 40,000 pounds has passed through your, your hands in one year. The question is, what did you do with it? Your bank account is still minus <laughs> in between E and zero. I think I am preaching a message. <laughs> Let me show you how to budget. Let me show you how to budget. Basic, basic principle of budgeting is never budget the total of your income. Never budget the total of your income. So let's say your income, take home income is 1,000 pounds. It's 1,000 pounds. Don't let your budget equate to 1,000. You see, some people, their budget equates 1,500. African countries, their budget is 1,500, more at the end, <laughs> Because they are hoping that their donor past partners will bring the 500 to, to augment the, 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 the... So, you see, don't laugh at the African uh, government some of us, we budget with our credit card. That's donor partners. Wow. <laughs> uh, you see, now you won't quite. Because now, they are, you see, I got you. You see, I got you. Now, if the thing is shook, you say, mm. Your credit card is never meant for, uh, what do you call it, spending. It is not, it, it is not there that for it. You see, let me show you what your credit card is there for. Your credit card is emergency to the end of the, the month. So let's say um, you have on your credit 500 pounds and maybe uh, you, you get paid 1,500. Your credit card is supposed to tie you up to the end of the month by which you have to replenish the money. Do you understand? So it is not there for you to just heap bags, shoes. No. It's not a street. It's not an income street. Your credit card is never. You see, I, I'll teach you good debt and bad debt later. What, what it means to have good debt and what it means to have bad debt. See, credit card can be good debt. And it can be bad debt. Most of the time it's bad debt. Because of how we use it. See, if you are never a disciplined person, never have credit card. If you are not disciplined, don't have it. But if you are disciplined, if you know how to discipline yourself, credit card is there because it enhances your credit, your credit worthiness. And with a credit worthiness, you can use OPM. Other people's money. 
See, if you want to generate another source of income, you need OPM. You always need OPM, other people's money. Use other people's money to buy a house. You need other people's money to, to, to start a business. You need other people's money. 